conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. When husband hunting, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself and off and try Tom. When life hands you lemons, squeeze them into Kelly Dodd's evil eyes. Uh, <laughs> at the exact moment. Uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. song. Guys, it's Andy's girls. Hello. Oh, my God. Guys, hello, hello. we're killing it already. What you a are... thrill. A sight for sore eyes, guys. Oh my god, it's just been like a hot second, like several hundreds of years since we have had the pleasure of each other's company. Yeah, it's we've been, been crazy. Yeah, well, we had a we took a week where we interviewed Jill Zarin, so we weren't yeah. talking about current episodes. That's right. It feels like it's been a while because we didn't have that week, and then the shows were Stupid off. Olympics. What I mean, I was into that? them. I was into them. Were you into them? I was into. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I was into like. Some of them. I love I was just swimming. I love swimming. I love gymnastics. Um, yeah, I like trek a little bit, but then I'm now on board. Do you like vandalizing bathrooms in Rio? Because I heard oh that. Oh my gosh, is I don't want to even talk about it. So just... timely. Gold medal. He's really messing with his... Um... Yeah? Is that how you say his phrase? I don't know. It's J-E-A-H. I have no idea how to pronounce it. It's like, it. it's Gia. What does that mean? Yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, oh this God. is... I don't so know interesting. Well, in. we are so thrilled to be back for episode <laughs> we have 19? nineteen. I think episode nineteen. Wow. I mean, I, I have Time to say, um, we're at the penultimate episode of Real Housewives of New York season, which means that we've been almost doing Andy's Girl for a full season of a Housewives franchise. Oh my God! Look at us and our many accomplishments. Um, we have a special guest with us today. Should we introduce? Yeah, we should. Her? Should we? Che- oh wait, should we introduce her and then cheers? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, love it. Um, Enjoy. so our guest um is a super funny writer, just a great writer, a very funny person. Also, happens to be my college best friend. Um, she wrote um the new season of Transparent, starting. She wrote the mm, penultimate episode of that season, so episode nine. 
And um, she has some other exciting things coming up. Um, Transparent straight from Amazon TV. That's what it's on, right? It's yeah, on Amazon. Amazon Prime. And LA. She, guys, she flew from LA to New York City just to be on our podcast because yeah. we don't know how to do <laughs> Skype and other technological things. Um, so, yes, our guest, Stephanie Cornick. Thank you, Yay! guys. I'm really excited oh to be here. Oh, my God. Such a thrill. Yes, so good to have you. She's Steffi537 on uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, my God. Is that still a thing? Check me out. Yeah, definitely. My way message is up right now because I'm here. Um, so we're so excited to have you, Steph. Um, I know, I uh, asked, we talked a little bit about, you know, Steph was prepping as you were coming here. And yeah, she's, and it's she's like very said, thorough. And she said, I, um, you know, I've listened before in the past. It sounds like you guys just kind of ramble and talk. <laughs> and I was like, great. So you'll be. <laughs> 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 what you're saying is you're an Annie's Girls super fan. I am. Um, so I mean, much. and I was like, yeah, I was like, that's what, so what we're going to do. So I more podcasts more than you have. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We're we thrilled are, to have you. We are so thrilled to have you. What I love about Stephanie, too, you can't oh, see her. Oh, cheers. Oh, yeah, cheers. Uh, yeah, what is this called? Cheers. Um, you can't call it Kelly that. Kelly Dad is a cunt. Yay, cheers. <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> we're, we're, she's great. No, I love her. She's a special. I'm only using her words. What I was going to say about Stephanie is, like, I love that Stephanie's, you can't see her, but she sort of has this, like, L.A., like, my chill stoner thing going on. You are super true. chill. Um, but I that she's like a she's like not an undercover. She's not ashamed of her Bravo fan stuff, but that you wouldn't maybe expect it. <laughs> Wait, do Californians not watch Bravo? No, they do. No, they I just it. meant do that they like not talk about it. They're like very no, busy juicing. I just meant like, that Steph's vibe is like cooler than Housewives, but she's not cool. I don't think it. there's a such thing. Thank you. I love Housewives and I love Bravo and I love Andy's Girls and oh. I love Sarah Galli and Jamie um, so I appreciate it. Like, I just think we have a lot to talk about because there were sort of big explosions in every episode this and week. That's what it was. It felt like they understood that they were on hiatus for a week, and so they gave us. Yeah, they were very. Yeah. They were very strategic like, in their very programming. As a TV writer, they're very. They were very structured episodes. I oh, feel yeah. like they all led to these like climaxes. Yeah, I agree. Go I think editing. they um their programming team was really on top of like, yeah. oh, here's how the episodes need to roll out if we're taking a week off. The only thing when we're talking about like programming and scheduling, the only thing that sort of dro- drove me insane was that we had really, really like key important, I would even say historic moments happening all this week in all three Houseway franchises, and not to, to not have watch what happens live. Oh. I thought that was like well crazy, we- and then I got a little conspiracy theorist out of it and was like. Is there a reason that, like, Bethany is doing certain things and they, like, aren't airing Watch What Happens Live so she doesn't have, like, ants? Or, like, you know, is there a reason that Connor Dodd is in it? It wasn't personal. No, because they had 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 Watch What Happens Live the week week that the Olympics were on. Yes, they have Watch What Happens Live. And then now it's, like, now he's going on vacation. I mean, he did, Andy did have our big daddy, our baby daddy. Did have Watch What Happens Live with Teresa and Sonia. That's what I was going to say, which I felt like was good. That felt good. That felt good. Sonia, man. I mean, I know that we're gonna we're gonna do a dip into Jersey, but Sonia was like, I was watching that um, uh, app of Watch What Happens, and she just is like so good, so on top of it. I feel yeah. like very like her vag rejuvenation has like affected her brain. Like, I'm yeah, just really I felt good about her on Watch What Happens. I mean, I feel better. I think that she's had an interesting arc in the season of New York. I really admire how she's han- how she handled. I'm dipping in already. Yeah, how please she handle yeah, the. Let's um, do it. Okay. 
guys, I'm really bad. I'm ta- I'm making eye contact with the speaker. I'm really <laughs> yeah. bad at names, so we're that will be a That's game. Okay. That it's going to be like a fun quiz for us yeah. to like try to decipher quickly. But I know it all, just not names, and, and that's true to life too. So if you see me in the that world, could be your ta- what would your tagline be? <laughs> I, I know must- it all, just not names. I'm yeah, gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, what would your tagline be if you had a tagline? I think that was, pr- I think that was pretty close. I'm just going to stare at you. Into it. I'm, yeah, turn. <laughs> turn. I know I met you last time. That's <laughs> 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 a Louisa Francis. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That was. That um, was really something. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Into it. Into it. That um, was great. That um, was great. Uh, but to go back to how the Tom situation. How Sonia... Hand, that's his name, right, Tom? Yeah. Tom yeah. How he yeah. handled, how she handled that emotionally, I feel like, I mean, that was really emotionally mature. I don't feel like, like, if that had happened to Ramona, it would have been a whole other situation. That's very situation. true, actually. Well, really it really did sort of happen to Ramona. Well, yeah, Ramona it was different, though. Him, but it yeah, felt Ramona, like it happened to her. Ramona also, cr- I, and I, you know, I don't know, I only know what she said and what he said and what everybody says, but, like, I feel like that situation was a thing that, like, wasn't a... Th- like, I feel like Ramona made that Ramona more of a thing. Tom, yes. I think that they were dating in a way that if you were a little bit I think bit they older, went on dates. They went it on dates and were, like, social. Dates. They, like, would go to dinner. Maybe mm-hmm. he would kiss her. Maybe he would kiss her on the cheek. And it was like, I'll see you again. And they were taking it, like, very, But very it was, like, early. a handful of dates. Did he... Yes. Do you believe that he uh, drew a heart and their initials on her leg? Oh, yeah. I 100% do, because I think that was so specific, yeah. and I don't think Ramona's good enough to, like, lie. I, yeah. I agree with that. Ramona's many things. She's, she's very, she creative. can be cruel, she can be, like, but b- very, like, instinctively, like an animal, mm-hmm. and I don't think, I think that she doesn't lie. She might be off base. She said that, too. She, she might goes, be there's one thing lie. about me, I she don't doesn't. lie. I really don't think she does. I think she re- she's regretful of some of the nasty things she says, but she doesn't lie. She gets emotional. So, okay, well, let's, okay, so we're here on New York. Let's just, let's just dive into New York, then. Like, I think that um, this week was, I was kind of dreading watching it because I knew it was coming and it just, I mean, it was hard for me to watch. It was sad. Um, it was super hard for me to watch. And okay, I was, it was hard, hard to watch. The, I felt like the, I felt like the Bethany Luann moment of Bethany telling Luann that she had information about Tom was just like, I was. Bethany played it. She has a very good sense of the story. How yeah. to tell it. She really... It was a slow burn. And I think she's been doing that a lot this season mm-hmm. in, like, manipulating what she thinks she knows how to do as far as, like, producing TV. Yeah. But it was very hard to watch as a viewer to watch, like, Luann know it was coming and just be like, what, what, what? Well, she said something that... Bethany said something that kind of stuck with me. So I have a Bethany... You know, because Bethany at one point said Zero Fox, and mm-hmm. then she made it into an apparel line. So I bought the sweatshirt. So I have a Zero Fox sweatshirt. And there was something that I've been back to that website before, except since she's like turned and become just different <laughs> this season, I haven't like purchased anything else. But she said something uh, this week, which was, you know, I know it all. When she would, she has said before, has made into a line of like notepads and other and like clothing and accessories and mugs and whatever. And she used that phrase in reference to gloating about the fact that she thought Luann and Tom were rushing and then got these photos from whoever and so her reasoning was 
isn't this great? It, even though she didn't say that, it felt like the way she was looking at the camera and how she was explaining things to other people, and then the, the look in her eyes when she started to tell Luann, and it was like, there was a moment where I started thinking she is gloating a little bit about the fact that she thinks she was right in yeah. in regarding the relationship, that either he wasn't the right guy or they were rushing or it was a fake or it was a mirage. And she literally used the phrase, I know it all, which I know that she's been pushing for her company. And I just felt really creeped out by the idea that like she's a part of her is happy about this happening because she thinks that it proves that she was right. I think, yeah, Which is right. exactly super inappropriate, unnecessary. I had a real issue with the fact that she was telling Luann on camera. Like, I know that it's a reality show and blah, blah, you want to show real life, but I think she made a real effort for someone who's legally not allowed to talk about her ex-husband, not allowed to show her child, has been very secretive about people that she's dated until very, very recently, if you follow the Daily Mail, still is like kind of fucking with people for her to make that choice but be so deceptive about what's going on in her life I thought was really shitty and I thought she was doing it in a way where she didn't really give a shit about Luann's feelings I just felt like it crossed a line I think she could have done it in a way where they had some sort of moment and there was a way that she could have still addressed it on the show but I just felt like it was so awful I agree and she was gloating she... about it felt like she was happy about it and I'm a Bethany super fan and something is happening she's changed maybe she broke as a part of the divorce or maybe she's embraced the fact that she's a broken person and always has been but it's been really upsetting and I was embarrassed for her and upset about how about the manner in which she addressed it. Because I don't believe for a second that she 100% is like, I'm doing this because I'm a great friend, even though we're not actually friends and we're not even really acquaintances. We're genuinely frenemies. I think that she, I totally agree with you. I think Bethany like lives to be right. And I think a lot of those women do. I think Ramona does too. Loves to be right. I think, I think, I think Bethany loves to be the expert, and that's just part of her persona, like you she said. She loves to be an expert. But I'm gonna say something I'm gonna say something crazy. Okay, I'm into I it. I think that she did. Lu I think Luann wanted this story to. Ha I want. I think Luann. This is going to be a, a drama on some level for Luann. She's going to get the attention that she always <gasps> wanted. What? No. I do think she's on some level. I do, do think, you think there's that a part of Luann that's there's. She's she's like ups genuinely sad, upset. All that is true, but I do think there's a little part of her ego that's living because. Yeah, she's going to become a star. Her. The tension's on her. She's going to be. She gets. You get sympathy. You get empathy. You get. You get so much attention when something like this happens. She's the victim who does. Like, she was going to get the attention anyway because she's the bride. But I think she's negative or positive attention. Attention's attention. <gasps> oh my god, I a hundred percent disagree. What is this weird place you saw right her, now? You disagreeing and agreeing with Luann. You saw her on that boat singing her. They were singing her song. I and mean, she was so happy. Yeah, I think that though she just like wants to be looked at and seen. She wants eyes on her, and if even if it means like I do think. She like she would. It's it's. I just think she lives for the drama. So I don't think she did. It was it wasn't as. There's no world in which Bethany would have said and that. She would have broken so. down 
and then that no that was a genuine moment where Luann was like tell me it's not about Tom where she was so vulnerable in front of someone that she absolutely does not want to be mm-hmm. vulnerable and real with and Bethany forced it and was like it is about Tom but I think in that moment you're right it was raw it was real it was honest but then I think when she was shampooing her hair in oh. the hotel bathroom there's a little smirk of like I'm the story what? I mean, there's a little part of her that feels good. And I think we all know what that part is because we all have it inside of us. Oh Negative attention God. sometimes feels just as good as positive attention. Damien, okay, Damien so speak. I, I feel like I I think this Bethany is despicable. And I thought that, like, she said, some I didn't want to have this information. Someone dropped it in my lap. And it's like, I mean, you know, alternatively, on lots of reality shows, things happen when someone actually doesn't say something. And then, like, the following season, someone like a Kelly Dodge joins the show and is like, your ex was, your fiancé was cheating on you when you were with him. Like, and I sent the pictures to Bethany and she never said anything. Like, something like that. Like, Bethany could have kept that information to herself. She really could have. She didn't need to tell Yeah, anything. she also made a choice not to go straight to Lou, right. but to share it with Ramona, she who she knows is going to flip out Sonya. and love it. Exactly. Have, tell Sonia. She told fucking Carol. So I took a lot of issue with the way it was done because I felt like I feel like Bethany has kept everything off her, in her real life off limits. I think that she had, she had a huge reaction to Sonia also making her storyline about like, fucking tipsy girl and like how that was such a betrayal but then that six episodes later bethany's telling someone that their fiance cheated on them like a tabosha story but like bethany hasn't revealed anything about herself in the mean and while she's like watching these other people flounder so i took a lot of issue with that i thought that there was a real emotion between them between luann when luann walked out and told production to stop filming her i didn't think it was real I thought, <gasps> really? I thought that. Oh my they, god! I always believe it when they, they say to stop filming. They never want stuff. them to stop. I think filming. that like there, there there are moments when I think that like when people like I thought that when what's her name Leanne in Dallas pushed the cameras away that was her first season and it was her yeah. reacting to she didn't want to have a fight with her real friend Tiffany and she was yeah. like and Tiffany and she was like Leanne Leanne was like you baited me and yeah, that yeah, was yeah. all real yeah yeah I feel like Luann's reaction was so like casual it was like stop filming me it was like. You should just feel like that that's what she's supposed to say because this is huge news. I don't agree that she is pleased to find this information out. But that moment you just said is what exactly what made me feel like when she was like, stop filming me. I was like, oh, she, she's hurt. I think that maybe it wasn't a surprise. I don't think it was a surprise to her. And I think that the, you know, I know I don't want to like speculate too much about the coming attraction because I feel like sometimes. Yeah, I think we don't know. But like, you know, there's that moment where Bethany is like, pushing it and Luann's like enough and she's like I and Bethany's like I guess I'll never tell you again and Bethany's oh, Luann, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Luann's like great yeah. and it's like that that to me is of the umbilical cord back to Bethany on the so on the bed being a manipulative that like Bethany's mad that she didn't get Luann to call the wedding off and like you know what I mean Luann's like fuck you I'm still gonna marry him because I love him and I really I have been a champion of Luann and Tom the whole time like I don't know that it's healthy. I don't know that he's not sleazy. I don't know that... he's He couldn't be sleazier. But I don't... I think she loves they're, him. They, I bet... And I feel like they're using oh. each other for different reasons. I think she yeah. loves him. I think yeah. she loves him. So, like, the fact that Bethany's, like, mad that Luann doesn't, like, react well, think, the way she wants, it makes me happy because it makes me, like, I don't... I want Bethany to, to let herself be a part of a reality show or to stop trying to control things because she's coming across to be insufferable and, like... It's like, 
Who thought that Luann would be low man on the total pole and everyone would feel for her? I mean, at least I feel for Those her. Those women are so intimidated by Bethany. That's what's kind of... In- they are really all a little bit scared of her, it feels like. I think because they know how much control she has. But and I think that, like, they have to realize that that's... But to there's me, more of them than there's To me, that's not creating interesting television anymore when it's like Carol is like, the, is like the second in command. It's like Carol's so boring and it's like Carol's by proxy the second most powerful in that cast because... Why? Because they're cool and like... Yeah, I don't, they're cool. And that's... They're Bethany, not to me. And like, Bethany reprimanding her for being late, I thought was like 20% real, 80% them saying like we should like, not that they literally said this, but I think it was them sensing that like they need to have a little bit of a separation. Well, Carol said that when, they were, she, yeah, when she was they with the other ladies. She was too clicky and I was like, I don't know if the they was women or the producers. I mean, I thought it was crazy when she got understandably, when Bethany got understandably upset at Carol for being an hour and a half late to wherever the fuck they were. And then when Dorinda plans this whole thing at that super cheesy sandbar, which I would be 100% into going with Dorinda, and then Bethany goes with fucking Ramona to Bagatelle, I'm like, who are you to tell that Dorinda? That's so insulting also. I think I could go to drinks with Dorinda and have a really great time until she orders her third or fourth Mm -hmm. martini, and then I would lose my mind. And then Damien would come pick her up. I love when when she, like, has subtitles. Damien would swoop in. Dorinda would have no idea that we are not the same person. It would, like, continue her sentences. The fact that she has subtitles was, like, phenomenal. I was with Dorinda. I was, like, on board with Dorinda. I think Dorinda... to some extent, is like saving this because I think she's well. She's been. She's just interesting. Dorinda's like a genuinely she, interesting. She's like person. I also. And I also. I take here. issue a little bit. Okay, so here's a couple. I have a lot of thoughts. Ugh, um, my brain. Tell me but everything. Like, I think that I don't think that Carol and Bethany are actually that close of friends. I think that Carol saw Bethany as. Um, Did you like the Carol hot dog? But they were at bets. Yeah, I think that Carol thought that Bethany was the opportunity, like, the place, like... I think they also mutually respect each other. I think that they both mutually respected that they thought that they were less crazy than the rest of the Yes, women. 100%. That's what, 100%. I mean, if that's mutual yeah, yeah, yeah. respect, I yeah. think that no, they I both think, think they're cooler and more downtown than yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if that's your respect. So, then they, like, aligned themselves because Heather was gone, and Kristen was gone, and they decided that they were, like, a thing. I'm really fascinated to see what the reunion would happen, because, like, I don't know how oh. they can escape being called Mean Girls because all they've done is like really pr- manipulated production and been kind of cruel but also revealed no flaws or conflict in their own lives. I mean Carol's revealed nothing about her and Adam. I don't think Carol has anything. I think Carol is just that vapid for better or worse. I don't think she has anything going on in her life. I think that like there was something about her going on like Hollywood medium or whatever and talking about the plane crash. I mean it's like she has one story that guy it made her great. very the <laughs> plug for Hollywood I gave a look. Okay, yeah. I watched on the Today Show. I was into it. I like, um, you know, I like something a little spiritual. <laughs> oh, that's the California the there. Yeah. <laughs> Fun, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that she has like a one. She's like a one note singer. Like she can hit that one note, Carol? which is like yeah, which is John John, and and I guess now the vegan chef, and that's pretty much it. Like she's. She's just like, you know, she'll have a good quip and she'll write a great blog well, and that's and it. There's no conflict and with her. And the way the rest of the season has played out is Unless also... Unless you have one leg. The way the rest of the season has played out and how it's so very heavily Luann focused is why when I look back now, like the, all the Dorinda and John stuff and all the Sony and Tipsy Girl, it makes me even more mad that like Bethany froze Sonya out for a long, a lot of episodes about Tipsy Girl. 
But yeah, like not, and I was on but, Bethany's side but, has, but she has yet to reveal anything about herself. Like, Bethany is the cause of a lot of conflict. I'm not, and like you said, Stephanie, like a lot of the women are intimidated by her. Yet none of this, con- like, she is just calling John out, calling Tipsy yeah. Girl out, calling Luann's relationship they, out. She's a powerhouse. Not only because she's quick-witted, she's smart, she's, and she's the she only one more who's, money than everyone Yeah, she's the only combined. one who's legitimately a real Totally. I mean, she's woman. rich. I mean, she's richer she's not, than anyone. She's savvy, more so than any of those women. She's savvy, but there's an element where there are other things that have happened in her life that are... Not that have been failures. Her talk show was an enormous failure. But it was. Her you're saying it's was a failure. An it wasn't failure. a failure. It was on the air. It wasn't a failure. It Doesn't went to air. Yeah, was, but it was. That's also, a different level awful. of failure. All right, she's right. failing. Up she's here. failing. She's up. another echelon. She's failing. Up I mean, it's, yeah. like, it's like Nini. But it's she, like Nini's show getting canceled. It's like yeah. that's still right. up, that's still oh up compared to. No, there's no comparison to her success in several different fields. Versus everybody else. Like, she didn't need to rely on a bullshit song that was, like, funny and campy. Like, right. she has gotten opportunities that she has created for herself, and that's amazing. But on the flip side, there have been areas that could expose vulnerability. The fact is that show was fucking reviled and dis- It was awful. I tried desperate. You know i die for her. Or died or something. There's going to be a show about. Like, it, I really, like, was super into her. That show was unwatchable. The fact that... She filed for primary custody against Jason, which I think was a huge, horrific move that she then had to probably eat financially, even though we don't know the terms of their financial settlement. But that they were married for two Why or three years. Why do you think it was Because he was, he think he's nice. Because it didn't make any sense. She was, at that point, in production for a talk show. Oh, she's and she wanted sc- Well, it was the fact that they their marriage might not have been good, but I think both of them are probably pretty decent parents. I'm surprised much more so damage than he has because she crazy. wanted it all. I mean, there were rumors that she, that it, she just wanted to have a baby so desperately she saw this guy, thought I'll make it work, got pregnant quickly through whatever means, Wait, and then so you got think married. That happened. You think that Bethany didn't love Jason, but you think I Luann think she, loved Tom? I think she grew no, I don't think Luann and Tom. I don't think that Luann and Tom are a real thing. I do. Uh, I think, I think that, that Luann loves Tom. Jason okay. fell in love in like a beautiful, romantic, happy way, but didn't know each other. And Bethany is inherently a broken person. Bethany is like legit, inherently a broken person. She came from a really shitty. Um, she came from a really shitty childhood, yeah. and those scars were exposed. And I think the way that she behaved with the shit that she had her publicist leak or whatever during the divorce and during the custody battle and whatever, I think it was grotesque and I think it was gross and I think that's why she came back on the show because she knew that her business was hurting or her rep was hurting or her curating or however you want to call it was falling down a little bit of a hole and she's like, I need to go back to the source of my success. But she didn't need to do that for her business. She did it for her level of fame. I think she needed to do it a little bit for her business because her business, while it's not called the Bethany brand, was created because she is the original skinny girl. And I think that because she had had these failures and bad press moments, she knew that the best way to energize her brand, especially after selling it for so many years, but wanting to make sure it remained successful, was returning to the show. Absolutely. And allegedly, she originally pitched, well, I don't even think it's allegedly, I think it's been uh, proven true that they've both been open about it. Bethany wanted to pitch a spin, another spinoff, but about her after the divorce, even though Jason won't allow their kid to be on camera, understandably. So she had pitched a spinoff to Andy about, you know, like, this is my new life now, like, single woman, finding myself, like, working, blah, blah, blah. And he wasn't into it and was like, why don't you come back to the housewife? So I think that she had a master plan of, 
Um, I'm going to come back to the Housewives. I'm going to kill it again, and then I'll do another spinoff. And I don't think that's going to work out because I think that she has fallen out of favor with a lot of people. Now, there are Bethany diehards. Like, I think I was really holding on to it for a while. And now I'm really, like, a woman without an island because I don't know how to feel. But I, I it's not even that I'm easily swayed. It's just that I'm open to, like, watching this stuff. And if something goes wrong, I'll say it. And I, it's just been really upsetting. I've also noticed, and I'm, I'll be interested to see how the reunion plays out again, but I think that, like, there's I'm been so there's been a lot of, like, eye rolls from some people towards Dorinda, um, specifically Carol in one of her blog posts that you read, made me read, where she talks about, like, Dorinda, like, talk... Dorinda basically telling everybody else when Carol or Bethany had talked about them. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And Carol's sort of like, that's what the show is about. We talk about people when they're not around. Right. Which I get. But, like, also, Dorinda's... That, that, so, so Carol's right. You're on a reality show. When you leave the room, we talk about you because that's how we continue story. Yeah. However, Dorinda's also doing what you do on a reality show, which is let people know what people are saying as to continue the story. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to be interested to see how the reunion plays out because I feel like everyone's going to say that Bethany and Carol are mean, and like, I think that they're going to say that Dorinda was a shit stir, which is, like, I, I think they're going to say... All I, are true. I think it's all true, but I think that, like, I want to see how... Like, what the defense is for Bethany's behavior this season, because I don't think it's been... I think Bethany is going to own it and apologize. No. No, will never have. Really? lost faith in your girl! It's not that I lost faith. She will never do it. She And I've been following her Twitter, and she was, like, live-tweeting a little bit when this app aired. She oh, will never no, do it. Then. She owns it. What did she saying, say? She's saying that she was essentially real, just like the Berkshires thing. She said she wasn't slut-shaming. She was just... That calling was someone on there, it was. That Wait, she was what happened someone, again in the? She called Luann a slut. In oh a yeah, bar yeah, yeah. Over yeah. Like, time. <laughs> <laughs> well, right when I met Bethany this season, like Bethany two point or whatever this is, yeah, I was like, oh, she got dark. Like she got, she's been burned. She got some shit. I actually, I didn't watch the talk show, but I expected us to be like, oh, here comes the voice of reason with a sassy right. mouth, no. and she's in pain and girlfriend suffering. She's suffering and she has no interest in owning up to it. She does not think she did anything wrong. She will go to the grave because, frankly, um, who's going to, like, hold her to it? Who does she respect enough to sit her down and say, you misbehaved? Nobody. She's, well, and it's her, she's watching it. Her friends it, are so. her assistants. She yeah. leads, but nobody really gives a shit because she's, like, throws down a copay. Like, there's, you know, like, it's a dollar bill. I mean, it's like, it's, it's not there's nobody, <laughs> I was just checking. there's nobody, just um, the room. there's nobody, there's nobody to hold her face to the fire. I mean, it's just like, she doesn't have anybody that she respects enough or that she trusts enough. I just, I think I was giving her more credit because I, you know, you watch it. Well, I have a, I don't read tweets or whatever that is, but I, <laughs> I, you think you watch it and you go in the reunion and you re- you've reflected on it and it's inter- always interesting to me to see the women who realize oh and that's probably from the me- social media being like you're a cunt or whatever but like it's interesting to me to see like who is like oh I'm better than that person that was not that was a shitty version of me but it's and seen- I'm gonna Bethany up. will never I say this as someone that has followed her since day one like everywhere like randomly will YouTube Bethany Frankel interviews like Um, and she will never, she will never feel like she, she'll apologize sort of for certain things, but she, she doesn't genuinely think that she's wrong about this. And there's, I guess, no reason for her to, I guess we're rewarding bad behavior. It just makes me sad because, I mean, we talked about this with Jill Zarin a little bit where it's like, we were talking about what the beginning of the show was like. And one of the best highlighted, best parts of the show was the relationship between Jill and Bethany. 
and it's it was unfair to sort of say, but it was true that that was like the best, that was like a highlight for the show as far as women supporting each other or seemingly supporting each other and having a true friendship and a bond. And I don't think that could ever happen on the show now because it's just a much different beast. But so is Bethany. And so I think that the viewers need to come to terms with the fact that like, this is not, the person that exists now is not the person that we fell in love with. She's transitioned. She's become a great businesswoman. I get it. Like props, Mazel, I have four of her um, bottles in my fridge. But it's at what cost? Because the way that she's behaving, I find sort of repugnant. I mean, I just, I can't get into it. And I love her. I, I just want to see the Bethany that I'm, fell in love with and I just don't think that person exists. She's in there. She's just not she's just not ready. I don't think she is. I think it doesn't have to be the second that she the second that she and Jason got divorced, I was like, this is the beginning of the end, honestly, because she thinks that she's like felt like she felt like she was getting away with it or something. It's just not well, the person that I see on screen right now has funny moments and I do remember us talking me saying like the bee is back and I Yes, maybe we could circle back to that again, but I don't think I want to watch it. I don't know if I want to see her on the show anymore. Like, maybe I do want her to have a spinoff. I'm really struggling with this, guys. I'm, like, really struggling because I love her, and we've screamed about her before, but I just really don't have any respect for what she's doing, and that's really upsetting to me because that's my number one. You you're, look like it's Christmas morning. No, I'm not. No, no, not at all. I just, you're like, you are, you love her so much. And I, I love her. And really... I can, can you see the fight from within? Yeah. As I look for a Prosecco soaked raspberry. I don't love anybody house. that much. And I don't hate anybody that much. So it's interesting to like, I feel like I watch you deal with, struggle with your relationship. I'm really it. having a struggle in my imaginary relationship with my best friend, B. Um, I think that it's everyone's choice when you're watching the show to choose to see yourself. Or to not. Yeah, I guess I, I just assume yeah. that people want to be the best version of themselves because I, I think want she to does. Be the best version of myself but in I my think life. she does, but she. I don't think she does. She's still I defending it. I don't think she gives a shit. I think she's so focused and confident on, I'm so great in business. I must but be that great in my personal her, life. That's the best version of herself. Is the business version. This version sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I think she. I think. You're right. She lost herself in the business, finding her Also, business can you imagine being that alone and being that successful at the same time? It seems like it would be a very lonely path for her. Like, who does she, she have? She has two friends in Florida that she went to boarding school with that she circles out. That woman, Terry, who we saw, I don't remember if we saw her this season. We saw her a couple seasons ago, and then the blonde woman that we saw at Bagatelle. And then who does she I have? I thought you she has a lot. There are... A lot she, of women of her level, a lot of successful women of her level. Of who are, I mean, it's a small world. No, no, but I mean that we don't see that she's that are single. A lot of women at that level who are single because the. I mean, I guess I'm speaking about LA, but in LA, the men at that level, at that age range, and they're taken. The women are the ones. I can't even tell you the amount of women I know who are single. High level, making a lot of money, successful businesswomen Do they who have are friends? single, who have friends, and I think she probably does have friends. We don't see her, but I, I, she, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't think um, she does. I think she's like a lonely, broken person. I think you're right. I don't. I, think that's why she I don't want this to be like an episode of Real Housewives of New York and be all about Bethany. So you're I'm right, going to suggest we move on to some other repugnant behavior, which would be um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. What is, Can we both start with Teresa? Yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. We can talk about with whatever. I thought that the Jersey episode was sort of like whatever until that final showdown between yeah. Teresa and Jacqueline. Yeah. What yeah. did you think? I, I agree. And I also think that 
we started talking about this earlier, but we stopped so we could save it for the program. <laughs> we always say save it. <laughs> save save it for the program. Um, but I, and I thought, and this, I guess, I'm, this is the second time I'm saying another version of this because I just said it with Bethany. But I felt that I felt. Well, I don't know what this says about myself, but I felt that with Teresa when she came out of prison. We would see some reflection. You go to fucking prison, even though yeah, it's but even though it's camp, but uh, <laughs> it's not in prison. Touching s'mores. Uh, yeah. You think that you would have a? You are away from your whole everything you love for a year. I mean, you think there'd be a little bit of ownership, but she spent that entire time. We saw this. She spent the entire time thinking Stewing. about who did what. How it's everyone's fault? How she was not to blame, and 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 then we saw it play out. And I think uh, what's her name uh, in the last scene? Dolores, Siggy, Jacqueline. Oh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Jack. I think uh, Jacqueline knew it. She knew Teresa didn't change, and she knew that she can. She did. She knew. She knew. She's gonna call her out and see. It was a test. Yeah. So she forgave. I but agree with that. I do think that was okay. I do think that was a test. I think that Jacqueline is so desperate to be, for, or has been in the past so desperate to have her friendship back with Teresa that she will ignore things and hope for the best. Mm. Jacqueline at her heart is hopefully eternally an optimist and thinks the best of people and gets so upset and so distraught and offended when it turns out that they are either broken people or not as good as she wants them to be. And I think that their fight in Jacqueline's kitchen was Jacqueline realizing like a light bulb went off and she's like, you know what, this is not going to be the friend that I need her to be for our friendship. Like, they have different ideas of what friendship should be. Jacqueline wants to have a friend where she can call, she can have fun, she can have giggles, which she even had with Danielle Staub at the beginning. Like, she wants to have, at some point, a superficial friendship, but she also wants to be able to say to that person, don't fuck with me, like, why yeah. did you do this thing, and have an actual like an conversation. And Teresa wants to have mob loyalty, where you mm. never bring up things like going to camp or whatever unless she is driving She belongs on mob life. She genuinely belongs on mob life. Where you take a blood oath, which is probably she how she was raised and what she married into, where you don't ask any questions about where the money's coming, you mm -hmm. don't ask any questions about the bodies in the van, you just love each other, you support each other, and you do it. And that is what Teresa considers a quote-unquote real yeah. friend. Which what That's she loyalty. About, which is someone that just says, I agree with you, I trust you, I understand you, whatever. When Ter and that's why when Teresa, when um, Jacqueline's saying to her, like, you had these interviews in magazines where you're talking about these things, I want to have that same conversation with you. And Teresa's response is like, suck a dick. Yeah. I mean, like, Teresa's response is like, well, I, you know, like, those were interviews or whatever. You should just trust me. My real friends don't ask questions. That's the fissure. I think she said my real friends knew it wasn't true, or they they knew like, or they just know not to have that conversation. She Teresa wants to talk about yoga now. Mm -hmm. She wants to talk about her kids and like oh, weird talk about like lesbian sex. sex. I can't. She wants to, also, I, I never can. talked about I never talked about this before, but like I was so offended when she talked about how like women having Scissor? sex smelled like fish. I, know, I was like, that's was... offensive to women. You're, she's, I know, guys, was... she's not a bright person. No, and no. I, I know that, but I guess like, you know, like Steph said, like I didn't expect her really to come out of prison changed. But I you, expected a little bit a of a little change. Refreshing. I genuinely expect, did. Yeah. I, I bought into the yoga bullshit where she's like doing downward dog. I thought she was going to be a little more mature. She was presenting herself very just well. Just a dollop. Like, just, just like a dollop. Little, like, she, I guess, you know what? She is. She let, uh, give me the name in the climbing, rock climbing scene. Siggy. Yeah. She 
asked her that question, and she remember, and she was not old Teresa. She was a little bit different, a little more yeah. mature. But she get to, but that's all we can get from Teresa. That's but it's just shards. It's just shards of yeah. glass. Yeah, it's genuinely. It. I think okay, so I do not. Teresa's the one housewife I find I have the most issue with. Like she's the hardest. The, really? Of all of them? I feel like I have a lot of trouble getting like having like sympathy or empathy. Oh yeah, Teresa. that I get. That I get. Is she dead behind the eyes? Yeah, I think she's dead behind the eyes. She's I don't think she's bright, person. and I don't think that she, like, understands why people have issue with her, because I do agree, like, yeah. she believes in, like, blood oath, loyalty to friends without answering any questions, like, so I have a lot of issues with her, because I don't think she has self-aware, and I don't think that, anyway, I think that that's you, why she's good. It's not even that she's not self-aware, it's that she just refuses to be self-aware. I think that a part of her understands that, like, you might have to take a little bit of pain in order, like to cleanse thy soul and she just won't refuses to do it a I, little i don't know I, I i but i will say just i don't know whom i'm playing double advocate with but like i think that jacqueline and Teresa's friendship has been over for a long time and i think that that yes. attempt that attempt for that conversation like i think Teresa was dreading it because she knew that and i think jacqueline is using it as her way to get back on the show was it like she had this Piece pee. of a friendship. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! This, this is, is the first. Be the first time ever. You can, you can record it. I'm yeah, we will. It. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. Guys, I just don't have a bladder for this. Yeah, this is from <laughs> LA. Do um, they pee out there? So, so Stephanie's peeing. Stephanie's peeing. But I will, she left the door open, which I appreciate. So I will finish my thought, which is that <laughs> like sorry. I just Jimmy think Subin. I think I think that. <laughs> I think that Jacqueline's, uh... <laughs> 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 Guys, this is just like what happens on Bitch That's by the way. This is 100%. Yeah, sorry, continue. Sarah's stressed because she doesn't know how to edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping this. Um, so I, I, I just, I don't think this is shocking, but like, I think that Jacqueline's whole attempt at like, Having this conversation. Hold on, the toilet's flushing. <laughs> Do you wash your hands? Yeah, I did a little quick one. Okay, great. Jacqueline's attempt at having this conversation with Teresa just is like is totally fueled by her need to be on reality television and like getting these checks. But like isn't fueled by her wanting to have and I think she felt like she could trap Teresa in this if, like you said, Teresa didn't pass the test, which she probably had a good idea that she wouldn't. Yeah. She wanted to know she Teresa well enough. I do believe she was genuinely testing. Like she would have been happy. If yes, I think she would have been there, but she wasn't surprised. And, and once she saw the crack, she was and like, I think and that, she's um, bitterly angry about it. And I think Teresa tried to deflect her guilty verdict by saying, well, you guys went through it too. And Jacqueline responding and being very quick and being like, yeah, that wasn't criminal our financial tax troubles fraud. Are it was like corporate just filing for bankruptcy. And then, yeah. and then it was done. Because and then Teresa, Joe rolled out with his wine barrel. Joe and Chris Manzo, I could I have watched that. 45 I minutes of them just Chris shooting Manzo's a about doll. Them. Yeah, he's a doll. Do you, are you attracted to Chris Manzo? I'm no, I'm not, though. No one. It's <laughs> just me and Jacqueline. Who are you, of all the house husbands, who are you most attracted who would you, to? Not in Jersey. Who would you so show, dumb on Wait, wait. Jersey. Of all, every franchise, who would you have sex okay. with? Who would you marry? I love this game. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the okay. attractive people if you need refreshments. Or some of okay. Sarah's are on, are we on Jersey or... Eddie. Every, any, any franchise. Who would okay. you sleep with? Jersey, none, because Joe I really... Joe Borga. Joe I like a little funny and a little smart. David Bedore. So you would fuck... Okay, who's funny Apollo. Apollo's no. sexy, so that actually throws all the rules out the window. <laughs> and he's like bad. 
Okay, so you would sleep with Apollo. Who would you marry? Marcia. Oh. oh. I mean, okay. I'm trying to, I think he would like Michael from, you would like Jules' husband, Michael, in New York. Oh, no. A meatball? A sweaty, cheating meatball? No. I mean, I was in there for a very not, extended period is, of time. Are there any of them that are funny? No one's funny. funny. No, because why would they be? Uh, Bobby? No, he's older. Grandpa. Grandpa. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Heather's husband is smart. Oh, but Terry Dubrow. Terry's smart, but he's, he's annoying. He I actually throw, feel like I would, like, I would, like, Terry Dubrow would, like, like rather, Terry Dubrow would rather have sex with himself than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, you're so, you I love when he was, like, he was, like, I don't, honestly. I'm not with my, I haven't been spending time with my kids, and I kind of like it. Yeah, that that's, was like, it's oh, done. It's that done. was real. I can't think of a single funny, yeah, who, um, husband. And it's funny, because the, the men aren't so great, right? Maybe, None would you marry Greg Leakes? He would be a great, he's a great wife. Oh, yeah. Greg Leakes, I could hang. He, could hang. he doesn't. No, Mary. I'm not saying Stuck, but yeah, I'm saying like Mary. Mary. Greg, Greg Leakes, he's funny. Yeah. You know? He, yeah, I mean, but he's like a good support system. It. Actually, you know who would love yeah. um, Greg Leakes is Vicki Gumbleson, because Vicki Gumbleson needs a wife. And Greg yeah. Leakes is a great she wife. Needs yeah, she just needs somebody who's. She just needs somebody to travel with and have sex with. Don't you, think, don't, don't you think that that's also what Bethany is seeking? I think it is a little bit. An assistant or a. Like, I think she's looking for someone she could. She married someone who didn't have a thriving. Career who was there, but he, but you know, know he happened. held her up to. She needs some. Better. I think Bethany is needs somebody who's like, she that they feel like she's out of their league and that they'll deal with her narcissism and mm-hmm. her like high maintenance isms. Um, who can like and who maybe she provides more for, but that they offer that support and that they will deal with it. Like I think that Greg offers a lot of that to Nini and that like she's super high maintenance and like the alpha. Yeah, but I think that that he deals with it and that's why that they work together. And he also gets her. I think he in, he intrinsically gets her. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I think at what other what other There aren't a lot there? of them left to be honest. No, you're right. So many they of them got divorced. Them. We said no to David Bador. Oh my god. Yeah. I think he's David dreamy. Bador, he is so fucking attractive. Can you imagine? Oh my I bet he like knows what to do. Oh my god. Sarah. I is- think- does the preview for OC for next week where he surprises her with a party and then he looks at her and he's like almost crying? I was so fucking attracted to him in that really? moment. Oh my god, David! But I'm like stroking my hair, guys. Right? <laughs> what about, <laughs> what about like, Kelly Dodd's husband? Are you attracted to him? Oh yeah, Michael Dodd. No, are you kidding? Yeah. I would rather die. That's like that hell now. You know it's what? Just, I think it would have taken Heather's Rose's husband. Yeah, yeah. Not Heather Jabra, I mean, um, other Heather, Heather. Thompson. I, I would have taken her Oh, husband. yeah, he's Michael. totally a, he's yeah. totally your type. Yeah. Shorter, <laughs> shorter and, like, confident and He had a personality. Yeah, remember he, got, remember he brought he bought her caviar? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God, I loved that. Yeah, he was really... I need a little bit of something. He's so sweet. You know what? Heather Thompson's husband is just genuinely, he seems like a really sweet guy. Yeah, he does. I would 100%, I would be so happy to be a vet. Wait, Michael so Jules Thompson. is getting a divorce? Is that true? Jules is getting a divorce, and um, since we last recorded, called the cops to her uh, rental <laughs> apartment um, again, filed an emergency restraining order. And he says it's all bullshit and the truth will come out. And allegedly he's planning to file for primary custody. That's never going to happen the guy based who on the can't sh- yeah. feed his kids and change their diapers, which must be the mistress saying, must be the other woman saying, like, we'll take care of him. Is that something he was having an affair? Yeah. Uh, he was having an and affair. And she knew the mistress allegedly. Well, allegedly, in something I read, the mistress was their 
therapist or maybe is a therapist, but I read that it was maybe a therapist working with them or something who is also Wait, going through a divorce. Is a therapist? That's something that I read, but I like don't mm -hmm. 100% believe it, but she definitely did know the mistress because that came up when she went on what what happened to Dorinda. And Small circles yeah. on the Upper East Side. Or it was not, and the downtown. weird thing is the other woman like looks like Jules, mm. which I guess doesn't matter if you're like wanting to get out yeah. of your marriage. It doesn't really matter if they like look like, it's just the most important thing is that it's not the wife that I married, but it's not, it wasn't, it's not great. What do you think about Jules? Do you think Jules should be back next season? I like Jules. I'm into her now by this. I just like I. She'll I, be interesting next season. She'll be interesting in the divorce. Yeah. Also, I'm also like I was interested in her, like Story. battle verse. Yeah. Like her battle of her stuff being so real and serious versus like Bethany Carroll using it as a point. Like I just like I was into that. I took her mm -hmm. side by the end of that, which I never. I thought I was like I just was stupid and young. Like I didn't think she belonged on the show with the other women. But by the end of it, I was like won over by her goofiness and the fact that like and she exposed she, her marriage and that she came on the show and exposed her eating disorder and her yeah, marriage yeah. and again it's like some people are exposing nothing so I appreciate that she's bringing stuff to the table I feel kind of bad for her because I feel like both she and Dorinda have had to really sacrifice their personal lives and have made that commitment to like be quote unquote real and the OGs are just like skating along Luan, a little bit Luan. yeah Luann but Luann's exposing herself. I mean, Luan's that's the most vulnerable again. thing to say Yeah, but she's love. not doing it by choice. No, Luann's version of love is not vulnerable. Luann's version of love is a show. Luann's version of love is a little bit of a circus. So it is a choice. It's not a choice to be vulnerable. It's just a, a choice to openly communicate, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I'm in love. I mean, that takes zero sacrifice, honestly. It's just, I don't think she... That yeah, but like... But, but, it's, but if you're saying you're in love with someone and you know there's a shady part of them, there's a risk. She doesn't know that or she's not communicating it. She's not being well, there's a, I think that. that fear, I, how could that, how fear could that not, not be either? part of it if you're yeah. bringing them on the show? You met, you haven't I known each other that I think that thought she was going to do such a good job of producing their fairy tale romance that that was going to be all that they did and nothing else. I genuinely think that. Or producing their romance slash seeing what happens with the romance. Right, I agree. There's, I don't no matter think what their story there for her. Totally. So I think way. that she was like, I, really? Yeah. yeah. She's not a dumb dumb. I, think, I don't think she's dumb. I just think she's not a reality show. Be Yeah. I don't think that, yeah, I don't know that she was like, I think sure she was hoping that it would be like a wedding special. She, I think she wanted to be positive. Oh yeah, I'm but guessing I think, that they'll film it. I, I don't know. I, maybe they'll film it for Housewives. Maybe I don't think they'll get a spinoff. I don't think they'll get a spinoff because I don't think that that guy, I don't think I don't, that Tom D'Agostino would be open for them filming and talking about what has come up. And, and I also don't know that, like, honest. yeah, I don't know that anyone loves any of the New York Housewives enough right now for them to have a spinoff. I mean, I could get into Sonia just not drinking, living her best life right now. Sonia so is like the most zen out of any of them. I feel like, like, like with Beth, the, thing, the whole thing that happened with Bethany, the whole thing that happened with Tom. I just feel like she's like, and she's kind of a mess, but she like kind of knows it. Like she, yeah, she owns. Like, she's always yeah. owned that stuff, which I appreciate. She can't own her business stuff. She's literally the opposite. That she's like the opposite of Bethany in that. She's like, here's my mess of a life, but you know. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm mean, she's very closed off about business. That's a very good point. I hadn't actually thought about that. Um, so any thoughts about Jersey beyond like the Jack okay. and Teresa no, thing? Really I mean, I, I love Siggy. I love Siggy. I, I just I feel like the longer I watch this show, though, I like feel like Siggy really doesn't fit in with the group. Like 
Like, they need... They haven't had an outing with all the women yet, and we're in episode three or four but at this point. But is they going to have... They'll have a trip. They will. No, I just mean, like, we haven't... They all haven't, like, gone to lunch or gone to... Like, there hasn't been an event yet where all the well, women have been there. Someone... The fat... Had Melissa had her boutique open. Oh, yeah. Birthday party. Or Dolores' like cheetah leopard print thing that Ziggy put together. Were they all there? I can't even remember. Yeah, and that's when Teresa was talking about lady sex in jail. Oh. Why why did she say that stuff? It was so uncomfortable. Like... It's so weird. I feel she's, she's trying to be she funny. Thinks that, yeah. And she thinks that's oh, her owning. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what it she is. thinks by talking about the sect and talking about yeah. being at camp, that's owning it. Not like when he, she was on Washington Happens Live and Andy was like, "Did you pay everything?" And she was like, "Yeah," but like couldn't speak. Like I, and I, I actually think she still doesn't know what's going on. I didn't believe it. Like I don't. Yeah. Which is why they staged that thing of Joe looking at a bill and Teresa coming over and being like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'll call them." Like I don't, I don't put my. Which yeah. Someone just told her to say the word John Hancock. Just say it five times a day and you'll be fine. So every <laughs> time she's like John Hancock, like put my name. It's like no boo boo. Like it felt so forced. Where you know, I she's didn't like, "I can't call if you don't want me to call the insurance or whatever." And they're like looking at the bill together to show that they're unified. So if they ever commit a crime again, they'll definitely do it as a duo. I mean, it was that was a lot. Although I do sort of love. I love when she threatened him, threatened him about cheating when she was like, you know, it was like <laughs> again that felt like they were saying it for the show because he probably is cheating or has already. Well, or they know that all we all saw about. the winery. My bitch of a oh life. Oh my god, where he was like she talking is, and fucking Italian. Yeah, and grunting, I mean, and she knew that something was up, so she's like, let's have sex with each other next to the. I mean, it was I so mean, it was sad. Like, that someone good. wrote that scene and was like, let's let's write a scene Guys, about. Guys, I know that Juicy Joe is the worst, but in those moments where he was like playing with his kids, I felt for him a little bit. I thought it was adorable. Where he was like chasing, um, like oh, Melania or whatever. I thought it was sweet. I could see him what? as a dad. Really? I'm the only one. He had to. I mean, he. He fucked up. He had to be a dad. Well, no, he also knows that like he's like due to report soon. So I thought he wanted yeah. to. Have, he was having like a maternal or paternal moment with his little one. I think he didn't. He literally didn't have a choice. Because why? Because he had. Who else is going to be with the kids? <laughs> I know, but you don't think he just had like a sweet little like family I mean, moment? I think it was. He he. I do think he did because he had to, and then he surprised himself and had a sweet, lovely moment. But I I think. He's not used to being a dad. He did not enjoy. It. I think he'd rather be in prison than with his kids. For well, a year. I think I really he. Do. I think he like. He's more manageable. I think he probably you know was exhausted at the end of that. Yeah. They don't have nannies or whatever. Yeah. But I think he like stepped up to the plate while while Tree was away. While Tree he was literally like, yeah. had, had to. to. He had yeah, to. Yeah. It's not like stuff like that's his job. Those are his kids. They're half his, half hers. I feel like he'd rather be in prison and let her take over the next. Well, year. now he's there. Yeah. So God but bless he for lost a couple of years. A lot he of lost weight. weight. I have another prediction. What? I think while he's in prison, no. she will find herself. What? A man? Get, a no, woman. no, find herself another a child. little bit, an inch more Teresa and get a little more confidence, meaning realize she is fine without him. <gasps> See, because that's what people have said, or maybe that's what, like, Jacqueline, I remember someone being I really everyone, shady. Has said, everyone has been saying yeah. that. Yeah. That's she, why she had the conversation with him. Well, that's what Caroline Manzo said several years ago, where she, Caroline Manzo, before they got their sentences, when everyone was expecting Joe to go to jail but not Tree, Caroline Manzo said she thought that Tree would come out with a book saying... About well, Joe was away, and then talk about I how think she now is to become a woman. And I think then now is when file. it will happen. Like it'll, I think. I mean, it's a matter of how much she lets she, how she feels while he's away, and she's all on her own. I think she might feel really independent and good about herself, and people being in her ear, like 
She knows he fucking cheated. She knows, like, and she also feels dependent on him, and she loves him. So like, and what now will she realizes win? she's the breadwinner. Yeah, she is the breadwinner. She is the breadwinner, 100%. And he's in prison, so, like, or camp. But I feel like, she, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Guys, we have the OC on in the background the whole time. And, and the OC is, is done. Over, so we didn't even get to rewatch the dinner scene. We need to discuss the OC dinner okay. scene. Um, because it was shocking. Um, so, okay, so, I mean, thoughts. Okay, so, the ladies meet, it's, like, supposed to be, uh, Megan, like, last hurrah, because she's gonna... Without go. having a baby in her belly, which I was, like, that's a dumb it's, reason, it's but such okay, a bizarre I'm party, but... It um, was, like, they were fishing, I yeah. mean. So, whoever... the name of the episode? Something Fishy, I think, was the name of it. It's because they go out for her sushi? Yeah. So, ever, or maybe they have lesbian sex, according to Teresa. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so, I mean, I just have a lot of thoughts about it. So, like, Kelly Dodd is mad because she found out that Nina said that she sucked dick to, to get... To pay bills, which is separate from being a prostitute. Sorry, I just had to say it. Well, I mean, is it that... Do you want to explain why... Why do you feel so, so strongly? I, I think sucking dick to pay the bills is marriage. I mean, like, not... I'm not being literal. <laughs> I'm not being literal. I'm, you're the only one that's married. You're happily married. I think that's phenomenal. I sucked dick not to being, pay the bills. I don't think that... I don't think that that... But I think that, like, that's... For many women who do not have their own careers, who are married to wealthy men, I have seen those women in their lives who have, like, allowances that their husbands give them of money that the husbands have. Um, women just, you know, like, they are support systems for their husbands. There's a sexual component. It's Obviously, an agreement. You're married to, it's an agreement. This is the role that I was, that I am here to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that is exactly Kelly's role with her horrific nightmare of a husband. Yeah. I know Kelly keeps saying that she's like um, a millionaire or whatever. No. And I listened to a podcast interview that she was on that was horrific where she was like going into all this shit. And it's just that Kelly's role to be married to Michael, they have some sort of agreement financially. And yeah, a little bit of it is, yeah, you're going to, you yeah. know. And that's also, go that's down a lot to get of, up. That's also like a lot of celebrity marriages because it's just easier, not necessarily sex, but another agreement whatever it is you right. have an agreement and arrangement and there's exchange. a role that you pay and it's play and it's so based, unfortunate of course it's not yeah. love based she's not in love with her husband now i think she was for a hot second early in their relationship and i just think that that is the role that she has and by the way nina was not being literal at shannon's party and saying she is a prostitute for hire she's the being wife of at, the doctor mm, yes yes okay. so nina, nina nina was being sassy and making a sarcastic joke which kelly took literally and i find it concerning that kelly dodd is literal about insults except for the ones that she assigns to other people interesting so she'll go over and over and over again about how dare you my daughter's gonna be so upset when she finds out that this one woman joked about her and it's like meanwhile you're calling Shannon Bedore on camera a cunt. Like, yeah. what? Why do you think that your behavior is fine because and because you were upset, but that rule does not apply to okay, other people? Okay, so okay, I don't agree with Kelly in anything really, but like, I think that there is something to be said for like, she, this is her first season. This was the moment that she realized that her daughter is going to watch a show or eventually will be able to watch a show. And do you disagree? Yeah, I think. She needs to look at how she behaves. Right, but okay, no, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. That like you're, this is why your husband cheated on you. That's not. But that's not what I'm. What I'm saying is, this is the first time she's been able to think. My daughter is going to be able to watch this show one day, and someone will imply that I suck her father's dick, Mm -hmm. 
and that's why we're together. And because that's he, what triggered her. And yes, yes and I think to like because it's true. Sure, I'm not saying it's true or not true. I'm yeah. just saying like I think this it's important to like talk about why they react. Like that's why she reacted the way she yeah. did. And like I don't think she's wrong. I think that anyone would break under that pressure. I don't think it excuses her behavior prior, but I also think like. That was a real honest moment that, like, she got wasted at a party because she was, like, and she was, like, stop saying this. It's not true. My daughter's going to see this. And, like, I felt for her in that moment because it was, like, yeah, your daughter is going to see this and she is going to, and people are going to say that your her mom sucks dick. Why are you looking at me like that? Um, because I feel for her 2% and 98% of me is, like, you have gone out of your way to be a monster to people. You say that you're perfect on camera. We all know, according to Raider Online, that she's had... Um, we all know, people, filed, people <laughs> filed court documents against her, like accusing her of harassment. I mean, I'm just she's she's a fucking nut job, and yet she is only because she's so fucking crazy. She's focusing on some dumb comment. Yet, fine, she might be upset about, but she's not really taking accountability. The only reason at the but end they're of the all day, nut jobs, but they're all nut jobs. But I think she's especially so yes, her? she annoys. The shit out of Why me. Think? Because Why? she responds only out of emotion. She has no reasoning. Genuinely, I think she's a purely instinctual. But you know it's her animal. first season. Right. So which is no, no, no. But I don't think this is. Here's the thing. No, there's I don't no think way this to separate about, that. Wait, wait. I don't think this is about this being her first season and her first opportunity, like being on camera, or whatever. I think this is Kelly Dodd as a person. I one of our listeners told me to. Listen to a podcast that she, a podcast interview that she gave, and I listened to the whole thing, and I wanted to fucking die right. by the end of it. There was a moment where there was a, a the she was well, she was engaged to that guy whose name I think is Jeff. Well, she was still married. Okay, I'm not even like we're not. That's fine. Fine. Do your live your life. After she broke up with or he dumped her with the fiance, she started texting his 12 year old son shit about your parents suck they should go fuck themselves tell them not to call she me said this in an interview? she said this according to all the documents and agrees that she said stuff to the 12 year old okay so the 12 year old's mother took her to court to say you should not be corresponding with my child kelly is gloating on this podcast interview from like a week ago saying like but i had a better lawyer so i won ha 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 and the podcast interviewer says to her she's like but you do understand that like you shouldn't be texting a 12 year old you shouldn't be texting a 12-year-old insults about his parents, but you shouldn't be course, you shouldn't be texting a 12-year-old boy at all who's in seventh grade. She goes, Yeah, but he was really mature. She doesn't, she doesn't understand anything. She like doesn't, she's not a human person. I think she's a she's a really awful, fucked up, rabid dog. I really do. I don't think that there's anything decent about her. I genuinely don't. I think she is only emotion. Mostly Lots anger. Of people react Not out of her emotion, though. Sure, but she doesn't in a way where there's no, there's Listen, no real. I, I can't believe I'm defending Kelly Dodd here, but I just feel like I'm not excusing behavior. But she's still human, and the fact that someone said she sucks. Let me finish my thought. That she sucks saying, her husband's dick, and her daughter's going to see that is a place to. You're. She's allowed to react to that also. Right. You're right. She's allowed to be like people are allowed to say. Tamara's allowed to say you called Shannon a cunt, and she's allowed to, and, and that's true. Like you call someone a name, people are allowed to say things about you, one hundred percent. But like that, re- that emotion is like real because like it's a real thing. Like she's right. her first. But she's reason. gonna do this over and over and over again, where there might be two percent, five percent, twenty percent, eighty six percent, where she has a reason to be upset. Where someone, it's TV, it's reality TV, it's the housewives. 
someone is going to do something to fuck with her, okay? But the way that she responds is so overblown and outside of this universe and just completely but that's another why she's perfect that's why this. yes but that's she's why rough. she's okay. making me so, my toes curl when i watch her on tv because i'm like calling shannon a cunt because you're upset about something but that someone that, else said and you're not saying about that about anyone else except for tamra for a second but that and was her button after she's ever and that she moment will, she pushed she will she always have that. a button I, you to say my right. child is gonna be ashamed of me her child will be ashamed of her for the rest of their lives like there's no other, there's, there's, there's no way to like get around the fact that, yeah, her kid, I just think her that, kid should, might be embarrassed by stuff that she should say, but if I was Kelly Dodd, which I'm not, I would say to myself, thanks, for then, thanks so much, I would say to myself, well, what behavior can I do to make my child proud of me instead of. I'm gonna become this like hate demon forever because I. Well, yeah, you can say that now because you're not in it. Right. I'm not in it, but I also. She's in it. it. She's. I in get it. it, but she but goes from that place. Can yeah, you imagine? She's in a dark place. You're upset about someone, maybe hiding someone's bag, mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever, and then you turn to someone knowing that there are cameras around. If we're gonna talk about children being upset by their parents' mm -hmm. behavior, you're gonna look at Shannon Bedore and say something along the lines of, "I'm gonna fuck up the semantics," but. Something along the lines of, like, no wonder he cheated on yes, you. Yes, but also Shana Medora's been on the show for three seasons, and they talked about the affair on television, so that's not a surprise I know, kid. but she cuts deep. She doesn't have a barrier. I just think that there... She doesn't she have is, a barometer. She is also human, and I think, like, I don't... I need to see the... Show me the receipts of her I just, I just think that, like, I, see I, think, I think it is easy to dismiss someone as being, I like, the Satan when you... And there's so many in other... The mix. A lot of them are way more robust than her. She's emoting. That's the most human thing you can be, is that. I think she That's is, true. like, all... Wait, guys. How does psychology work? Is she all ego or id or She's whatever? Ego. She's all ego and not nothing else and that is driving but me fucking insane because she, she can't have accountability because she doesn't get it she's so that's why after she'll go to tamra and be like i'm so sorry and she'll go to Ta shannon like touch her and be like oh i'm sorry and tamra because i know you're but that's the shannon. human part of her trying i don't think it would it be, might be lame i don't think that... she can accept anything i am gonna i just i'm gonna die over kelly dot i really if she drives me fucking crazy i think she is a horrible horrible, horrible human being and made a great choice in marrying someone who's also a horrible, horrible human being. I like being. the huff besides your it's very like, So if I can just pivot this conversation a little bit, it's still on Kelly Dodd and OC, but like, I think her, I do agree with you when you say that she's like, un, like I think you said she's unwell. I'm going to say that I think she's unwell in a different way than some of than a lot of I think people. everyone in her entire family is unwell. But I don't think it's like remember I what's her face on Daniel New York? Stop. No, oh. on New York, who was a model, who Bethany would poke her because she was dumb. Oh, um, guys, come on. Chris, oh, Kristen, Kristen Taylor. Yeah, brunette. She, no, brunette. Oh. She had kids, and she goes, "Do you do?" Oh my god. Oh, Kelly Benson. Kelly. Yeah. Yes, Kelly oh, Benson. Scary Island. She was. She was off. Oh my a god! Oh my scene, god! You know Kelly I mean? Dodd it's... might be the Kelly Kaloran. Yeah, I think the Kelly Kaloran Dodd, I mean Ben Simone was a little more like knew how new to Asian dress people? up in like sheep's clothing. Yeah, like, I, I think agree that, with that. I think she was passable right. more. Like Met, Kelly yeah. Dodd, I don't think like I think maybe what is like but if, what is what is charming you about see her? Someone during a raw a moment of totally. Both I, I think like maybe what is charismatic about Kelly Dodd if she is and when she is is She's that nice. is that she is like bombastic and sort of like this but i think that then the bad side of it is that she's the same she's still at a 10 but i hear okay so here's the point i think is really interesting about all of this 
This fight escalates to crazy um, levels. Heather DeBro can't handle the emotion. That's the best. And she leaves. I actually think that if Kelly Dodd, if they try to bring Kelly Dodd back, this is, and I'm saying this without knowing how the rest of the season pans out. I think if they try to bring Kelly Dodd back next season, the other women, they don't want to be on this show because they feel like they're on love and hip hop. Like they don't want to fight. And they feel like, like Heather DeBro, my friend of mine at work was. Ugly fight. My friend and I were reenacted the whole scene before I had even seen it, and she was like, these, like, older white women can't handle this emotion and this, like, these tempers, and they are shutting it down. Kelly gets red-faced. Did you take a picture of me and my I took a picture of you, because I don't understand Snapchat, so I was going to put it on Snapchat, but I don't think I did it properly. Um, You're going to teach me after. But, like, I think that these other, like, Heather and Shannon... And maybe even Megan, I don't know what Vicky's doing. Maybe she'll agree by the end of the season. Like, I don't think they're going to be okay with coming back on board for another season. But does he that, ha- to her that happen so they all can I don't, I'm sure that it happens when they her. argue contracts, like, that they say, like, I'm not going. But I don't know. Well, I don't know the reality. Like Bethany has done that on camera about Sonia. I mean, like, there are moments. She said where, I won't go back if Sonia's No, going? but they've, she's, like, intimated that, like, I won't go on trips or Kara won't go on trips if, like, lose there. Like, they've tried to, like... That's, that's them playing around. That's like them talking about things. That's them trying to be EPs. They don't and I think that's that true. This is, this is their moment. I have, after this. I started, I was watching this with my roommate when it um, aired, and we both started screaming, and I was like, oh my God, Dubrow is back. Because a Heather Dubrow who's talking about fucking hexagonal ice, looking at her house, her house, her house, her house, her house. Yeah, she's been the Carol Radswell of the season She has been so the Carol Radswell of the season. I was like done with it. I was over it. I just wanted to move on from it. I don't want to hear about it again. And then when she came to life and was like, this is unacceptable, which by the way, if you want to see how I would respond and how I have responded to those, mo- not as crazy as Kelly Dodd, but moments where there is strife, just watch this week's OC because that is exactly verbatim how I would have responded, which is... The way you are behaving is unacceptable. Leave. I don't care if it's my party or it isn't. Have you had that experience? A hundred percent. Yes, but sometimes people, but sometimes people react like emotionally. It, it, hasn't always, it hasn't always reacted well. And sometimes that anger and crazy turns on me, which it did with Heather once Kelly realized that she could make fun of her. What Heather happened that was unacceptable? Oh, there have been stories. We've talked about talking about some of this stuff. There have been stories. But what my question when, is, though, like, like, who is Heather and who are you to tell people their behavior is unacceptable? I am a human person who also happens to be on a TV show looking at someone berating and being cruel and mean to one of my friends, and I need to say so that that is unacceptable. you think it was behavior. out of protectiveness? She was the, I mean, like, It was not out of protectiveness. That was 100% she felt like it was, it like, was embarrassing. it was embarrassing. It was, it was embarrassing. not, it I had nothing it, with her to do with defending Shannon or Tara. I think it was a little, I, I think it was that she understood that it was a crazy situation that should not have happened. She felt like think, she was being vulgar and yes. embarrassing. I, don't and you, and I yes, but to, to stop a situation by judging it as unacceptable, don't you think you're perpetuating it because you're judging yes. it and, and I and I can tell you no, from experience dating no. somebody but who argues with you and says I'll let you have your moment there's nothing more nice to yeah. want to have a domestic abuse fight and punch someone in the throat than when someone so, says yeah. like I'll let you have your moment or like this is unacceptable there's nothing more you just want to be to, like fuck to, you to someone who is reactionary there's nothing more that wants me to than I want to say than is to say great like let's never talk you again you want to be ugly and you want to be ugly that's real emotion it's and that, real. to me that tells me that that person isn't and I'm not saying this is about you but like yeah, yeah, yeah. to me like I think Heather yeah, Gabrow was so buttoned up like yeah. I'm not defending Kelly Dodd's behavior no, I'm, no, just, I agree. I'm just saying that she's Heather a human was mortified being. because you're right it got it got she deep. wasn't defending her friendship so no, like Heather yeah. Gabrow's not a goddess because she was like don't don't say this about Shannon and Tamara um, Heather Gabrow was like don't do this at dinner this is super embarrassing no I think Heather Dubrow was standing up for more. What did she say? Things. That oh, what, that's what about? Shut, she said to shut the fuck up. 
she said that the way your behavior was completely that's, inappropriate. That's gross. To me, to tell to tell Oh my God. God. What world are Okay, and then. Now I'm judging you. Now you tell me I'm gross. But we're all sharing on the top of the Sunday, which has happened to me. I cannot tell you so many times in my life is when Heather gets in the limo and she is so upset and so angry, not like sad, genuinely seething anger. And because she's a very different duck than Kelly Dodd, mm -hmm. calls her husband and bursts into tears, which some people said was fake. I was like, that is a thousand percent true and how I react when I so get- So she bursts into tears because, because- she was so angry about how Kelly behaved and the only way she made react her look. was be- Fine, whatever. I mean, I can't. I have to put that aside. The her only response was to cry, yeah. which is a hundred percent. If you see me crying, it the only why are you I'm so, so sad? And I'm not sad. Why are you so angry? Because you want to react the way she is back at her, but you're right? not. Yes, you're but too good. Yes. Because you're too good of a person. But you're Doesn't not. Make you a you're, good person. You're not. She's crying no. on TV now. She is you. She is me. She's she all is of us. me, so she is terrific. That is, that's, <laughs> I actually, actually, like, I and I'm not trying to say this too much, but I think that's a great way to end because, like, it is true, and like, I feel like we, it is true, in that they are that you are Heather, and yes. clearly Stephanie and I both feel I don't identify at all with Kelly Dodd. I think she seems. I think you do I a little, but we identify with. I, I, I identify with people being reactionary, with, and I don't like when people tell me not to be that way. And I identify with Kelly just as much as I identify with Heather. To me, I understand there's a part of me that's like, yeah, that's fucking gross and unacceptable and, like, and it's disgusting, and I'm mortified. And then there's a part of me that's like, I want to rage. <laughs> Let me rage. But you don't. But if you rage, fine. But Kelly's version of raging. Kelly's version of raging is like a little bit I'm upset because, but it's mostly, so let me attack other people. It's all, yeah, but, it's unhealthy. It's all offense. But it's yeah, but defense. like, but also but like, yes, totally. I mean, yes, no, one, no, no, one, yeah, no one's show. arguing that it's not, that it's healthy. Guys, We're just saying that it's human. You are trying to humanize Kelly Dodd and I appreciate it because allegedly she is a human person, <laughs> but I really don't. I also, but there's a I, reason I get under your skin so much. Because she's, Cause she's a cunt. I'm sorry. You I use that word now and again. But that's if someone ever said Sarah, it to me at a Japanese that's restaurant. That's unacceptable to me. I'm leaving the podcast. You said cunt. That's unacceptable to me. I would be like, I understand. I appreciate it. <laughs> like, let's talk about it more. But it's gross. I would it's gross. never be here. Here's the cry difference. Call my husband. Here's the room. difference. Doesn't that make you want to no. yell? Like, Here's the difference. Here's the difference. If you called Damien a cunt right now, we had a cunt off, and you called Damien a cunt, I would be like. And you weren't doing it to be sassy. You were doing it to Genuinely. hurt Damien. I would be like, that's actually unacceptable. And then what? And then that's <laughs> it. And then, then I would say, like, you know what? And then Damien was upset. You did. If, Damien, if Damien laughed it off, okay? If Damien laughed it off, I'd be like, okay, we're but fine. But Damien cried. But if Damien was upset, and I know that da you have said other yeah. things. You said that Damien's husband yeah. cheated on him. Yeah. You've said that Damien's husband yeah. was like a pedophile. Yeah, dinner, <laughs> I called him a cunt and he was upset. I would say it's enough because it's not one moment, it's several. And this is, you need to understand that your behavior is unacceptable. Please leave. Yeah. So do you think you've solved the, our relationship and the problem? Or That's not my you, responsibility. My you, responsibility is to speak up for the other people in the room who are deeply you uncomfortable. You literally just added to it. Because now with the next episode, we will address this. Like that. <laughs> yes. you I, I also fine. think like, and I, again, I don't want to just keep def defending Kelly Dodd because I don't think she's. You don't want to and yet you continue to. Only because. You guys, I, can the podcast go for 24 hours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I think that like we also, like Stephanie, you brought up a really salient point, which is like, she's in it. Like Kelly's going mm -hmm. through it. And this yeah. is also her first season. So she's not like Luann or Bethany where she's accustomed to how to yeah. produce her life. So Kelly is in it and she's dealing with these things and like 
She's not branded. We all yet. we all think we're we all think <laughs> she we're is. We, she doesn't know she is. We yeah, all think right. we're better than this, and then people sign up for reality TV and they pull up everything and they find the person that didn't like you who will give you dirt about you mm. to and I know that like and that's what happens and so like I don't everybody reacts different under pressure and I feel like she's a I have a lot of choice words for like the way she behaved but I also feel like it got to her like that's the, mo- the when she said my daughter's like going to hear that the moment I was like oh she's talking about the show yeah. she's talking about the yeah. show within the show because it got to her she's this is her first moment of exploding and realizing that like this is all going to be on television it doesn't excuse her behavior but like I felt like it was a humanizing moment because she was really hurt and her reaction to being hurt was to yell and Heather DeBro's reaction to being uncomfortable was to like dismiss people so like everybody reacts differently and it's gross I guess but like but I think that Heather Dubrow, because she's a mature human being, will ultimately realize if she said something out of turn, she'll apologize. Because that's how you we would react, have a, right? No, that's how a human person... <laughs> you. No. That's I'm, how you would react. No, I'm saying a human person. Kelly Dodd is not mature or self... I don't know. She's just not... She's not... She's not. I mean, she has apologized for things in the past, but she doesn't really mean it. She's like, I'm sorry I mean, for the like the little thing where she'll like touch Tamara and avoid Shannon and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, and then she'll like sort of kowtow, but then not. I mean, she does the same shit, same shit, different day, same shit, different episode. I know you to bring it full circle. <laughs> I know I said you would have drinks with Dorinda and have a lovely time. I'd love to have you room with Kelly and have drinks, and you hit it off and come back and say she's a human. That would never happen. Yes, it she would. would like, you would. Make fun of my eyes or something. You talked to Brandy Glanville on the phone and got along. Brandy Glanville, <laughs> one of my new favorite people. See? That will never. Brandy <laughs> Glanville, I can have a conversation with Kelly Dodd. You don't know. Maybe yet. a shooting range. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe she becomes a target. I mean, like. I don't know. I was writing notes. I was writing notes to myself while I was watching because I like needed to write down my feelings. And I was like, if only her parents had watched The Price Is Right and had seen Bob Barker talk about spaying and neutering your like found animals, maybe Kelly Dodd could have been saved. I mean, like it was just like not. I hate her. You meant that they shouldn't have had her. I mean, maybe. Like maybe that was. On that note, I I just got a lot more intense, and I never thought I would be a Kelly Dodd apologist. I hate her. I hate everything about her. I probably will eventually hate her daughter. I really enjoy her house. Oh, yeah. Her house is nice. I'm into her mom looking like... I think you're more connected to Kelly than you even realize. No, that was never... <laughs> Kelly likes her house, too, and that's why she's... I like Stephanie bringing her Kelly, new age ways. Kelly yeah. Dodd likes sucking her husband's dick for... <laughs> for, 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 for fun. For shits and gills. No judgment on that. Guys, such a pleasure. No judgment. You guys, such a pleasure. Our longest episode. I hope you enjoy Thank it. Thank you for having me. I don't think I did. <laughs> I think you're going to have a great time. We'll never get here. Guys, next week more craziness. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.